Thank you for joining us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help in drawing near to God through reading God's Word and then applying its truths to our lives. If I can be of assistance to you, feel free to reach out to me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. Beware is a word that we are familiar with but seldom use. It is a warning of looming danger or trouble. As Christians, do we have cause for such a warning? Today on Drawing Near, the Holy Spirit, through the writer of Hebrews, urges us to beware. Of what? Let's take our Bibles, open to Hebrews chapter 3 and see. As we prepare for today's study, join me as we go to the Lord together in prayer. Father in heaven, we thank you for all of the aspects of your word. We thank you for the way that you instruct us and correct us, reprove us, build us up, edify. Father, help us through the work of your Holy Spirit as we engage your word today to be open to all kinds of influence from you. Whether we need to be encouraged or warned, corrected, Father, whatever it is, help us to see and to hear. Help us to be attentive as we worship you and seek to walk before you in faith. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's begin our study today by reading Hebrews chapter 3, beginning in verse 12. Beware, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. But exhort one another daily, while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. So there's that word, beware. And the ones who are being told to beware are brethren, followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ. So the writer is telling other Christians to beware. Why? Well, there evidently is a problem, a danger, trouble lurking in the believer's hearts, all believers' hearts. He says, beware, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief. Evidently, there's the potential in any believer that our heart be given over to evil in unbelief. Now, we come to Jesus Christ by faith. We put our faith in him. Now, many misunderstand this. When we put our faith in Jesus Christ, we are committing ourselves to following him. We are committing ourselves to turn away from sin and unbelief, and then in faith, believe Jesus and follow him. Simply the act of putting faith in Jesus mandates that we're going to listen to him as our Savior and our Lord. We are not saved because of our obedience, but we become obedient because we are saved. And it is as we've seen already in these studies, it is evil to depart from faith in God. That's what the Israelites did in the Old Testament, wandering in the wilderness. They saw all the mighty works of God. They heard his words. And then when circumstances got dire, they didn't believe. They didn't trust. They murmured. They complained against Moses, against God. This is evil. Complaining is evil. Not believing, not trusting in God and his sovereignty, his providence, the way he cares for his people and fulfills his promises. This is evil. 
And so the writer says, beware lest there be in any one of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. In departing from the living God doesn't mean we're turning away from Jesus as Savior. What it means is we're not following him. We're not following by faith God's directions, his instructions, God's plan and path for our life. We depart from the living God in unbelief. That's a dangerous thing. And therefore, the writer of Hebrews says, beware. What are we to do? Well, verse 13 says, but exhort one another daily. As Christians, we are to be in one another's lives. We're to have a community of believers, not just in our own local church. There should be believers who are in our lives all the time, and we should have relationships with them that allow us to be encouraged, exhorted, taught, corrected, warned, as well as we do that in other people's lives. But sadly, in many churches, among many believers, we do not have such relationships. And where we do have relationships with other believers, we are not open to be exhorted or to be trained or to be taught, warned, corrected. We don't want their encouragement. We want their approval. And that's the exact opposite of what we're talking about here. There's a warning about an evil heart of unbelief and departing from the living God. But we are to exhort one another daily while it is called today, while we are in this world now, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. Sin doesn't just occur in our lives and then disappear. Sin is like a cancer. It spreads, it plagues, it contaminates. And we need to understand that. If we start not believing the words of God, not following him by faith, not being obedient, then our hearts can become hardened more and more. And this happens through the deceitfulness of sin. Sin deceives us. Now question, do you sin? From time to time, do you sin? How do you handle that sin? Do you confess it and then turn away from it? In other words, turn away from the sin and start doing righteousness? Because if all you're doing is confessing your sin, then you're still prone to do that sin. And sin that is not dealt with, that is not turned away from, begins to harden our hearts, darken our eyes and our ears, and we become deceived. That's a great danger of being deceived by sin or by the sinful self, the flesh. In verse 14 it says, For we have become partakers of Christ. What an amazing phrase. We have become partakers of Christ. We are in Jesus Christ. We share in his salvation. We share in his resurrection. We will share in his glory. We share in his inheritance. Through faith in Jesus Christ, through the indwelling Holy Spirit, we have become partakers of Christ. If we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast to the end. We are partakers with Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast to the end. What does that mean? If the commitment we make in the beginning is genuine and sincere, if it's true, then we will hold fast that confidence of faith in God steadfast to the end. When circumstances attack us, when things become difficult, we won't look away from God and look at our hunger or look at our thirst or look at our circumstances 
and then begin looking for some other solution other than trusting in God. We need to hold fast the confidence we put in God by trusting in Him in the first place to the end. I had a pastor growing up. He used to say, faith that fizzles before the finish is faulty from the first. That doesn't mean that we have to earn our salvation or do works to keep our salvation. It just means that true, genuine, saving faith continues all the way into eternity. And if it doesn't, it is not genuine, saving faith. We see this exemplified in the parable of the soils or the parable of the seeds, where the word of God falls on various hearts, some hard, some where they can absorb it, but it can't get any root, where they get choked out by the cares of this world. And then some of God's word, some seed from God, the gospel, falls on good hearts and they flourish and they bear fruit. That's what we're talking about here. In verse 15, it says that we're to do this, be partakers of Christ. We are to hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast to the end. While it is said, verse 15, today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. That's important. We're supposed to continue exhorting one another daily while it is called today. And then we're told today, if you will hear his voice, if we will be sensitive to the word of God and hear his voice means put faith in it. We don't just hear the noise of God's voice. We hear desiring to obey, desiring to understand, desiring to submit ourselves to him. So if we are willing to hear his voice, then do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion of the Jews. Do not turn away. We need to hear these words. We need to beware. We need to exhort one another. And we need to hold fast. We need to hear these words because so many people are teaching that you don't have to be obedient. You don't have to be faithful. You don't have to be holy or righteous. And yet, if we've trusted in Jesus Christ and put our faith in him, we need to be full of faith. We need to be faithful. When we sin, we confess our sin. We repent of it. We turn away from it under the righteousness of Christ. We begin following Christ again. We need to be willing to exhort one another and to be exhorted so that we do this. Father in heaven, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the great message that you give us every single time we open your word. If we will just see and hear, if we will just be open to your Holy Spirit, there is so much richness here to build us up, to strengthen us, to correct us. And help us not to forget, we need correcting. Father, work in our lives today. Help us to ponder these things, to think these things through in the context of the rest of your Holy Scriptures. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City based on the truth that if we will draw near to God, He will draw near to us.